You are listening to The Dr. Kinney Show, and I'm your host, Erin Kinney, a naturopathic doctor and speaker who's passionate about teaching you how to understand what is happening in your body, why your body is reacting the way it is, and how to make the appropriate changes in your life to get your body back into balance. Something I've learned from my private practice is that the more patients know about their health, the more likely they are to make better diet and lifestyle choices, which ultimately leads them to a faster recovery. Each week, you are going to learn actionable tips, tricks, and teachings from myself, along with the help of top experts in the holistic health community, so that you can make better informed decisions about your body and your healthcare. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Dr. Kinney Show. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, and a lot of you have been asking for this a topic, you know, show on this topic. We have Allison Schaff, who is a chef and dietitian and founder of Prep Dish, a gluten-free paleo and keto meal, meal planning service that helps busy moms get dinner on the table with ease, which is in today's world, there are a lot of busy moms out there and who want to be eating healthy and want to be doing you know, their meal planning right, but it can become really overwhelming. So Allison is going to chat with us today about how to make this process a little bit easier. So welcome. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat today. Yeah. So why don't we, before we get started, can you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this? Yeah, so um, the idea for Prep Dish actually started, I started out as a personal chef. So I used to go into people's homes and cook for them, which, yeah, that was awesome for my clients. And um, I think everyone deep down would love to have a personal chef, but there was only one of me and so many of them. And as I was going through the process of cooking their meals, um, I realized, well, one, for myself, when I got home, the last thing I wanted to do was cook my meals. (laughs) And the process I created for my clients was um, going in once a week and doing their meal prep for the whole week. This allowed me to see multiple people and kind of set up my business that way. And as I was going home at night, I was like, gosh, I need to do the same thing for myself. So I started doing that. You know, on Sunday afternoon, I would do my meal prep for the week. So that way Allison was eating in addition to like her clients. (laughs) So as I did that, I realized, gosh, I really have a cool system here And over those years as a personal chef, I just, I really worked to become as efficient as possible um, because at the time it was helping me see as many clients as I could. And then as I kind of evolved that business, I realized I had a system and I wanted to figure out how to get that in front of as many people as possible. Um, And I also realized I didn't imagine myself going into people's homes and cooking kind of for the rest of my life. I was like, okay, if I want to kind of take this to the next level and reach more people, how do I do that? And so it was kind of all these thoughts going on in my head. And so what I did is as I was cooking for people, I started, you know, writing down my process, writing down my systems, figuring out all these efficiencies that I'd come up with over the years. And how do I get that out to the general public that, you know, maybe deep down they want a personal chef, but they're not like at a place to have that. So that's what I did with Prep Dish. I wrote down all of the recipes and started kind of figuring out my process. And what it evolved into was this three-piece meal plan. Um, It's a PDF that I send out each week to subscribers, and it includes an organized grocery list. And then the very key part is the meal prep instructions. So that's what I was just explaining, like, you know, how do I spend 
one, maybe two hours at the beginning of the week doing all the prep. So then throughout the week, it's like you had a personal chef come into your home and the meals are quick and easy. So that's the third piece is just instructions at dinner time on how to get your meals on the table. But at that point, it's easy because you've already done the prep work. So yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I mean, I find I am a working mother of two small children. And when I come home, (laughs) it is my biggest struggle. I have this panic. I mean, I've shopped and I have, but I'm like, I have to get dinner on the table. What am I going? You know, and you get this overwhelm feeling, which, and this is what I'm always trying to avoid in a lot of my patients, because this can then trigger a whole stress response and it triggers a whole thing. But if you've done that prep work ahead of time, I imagine that makes it so much easier because you come home. Well, I mean, my whole goal is by the time you get to dinner, you don't have to make decisions about dinner because the the time you don't want to be making a decision about dinner is at 5 p.m. on like a Wednesday, you know, especially if you're hungry. Because you know, yes. you come home and I feel like if you're someone who suffers from low blood sugar issues, when you're hungry, everything becomes even more overwhelming. You're like, wait, chopping yes. an onion. I can't handle chopping an onion right now. Because so Yeah, but if you're if if your onion's already chopped and you already have the instructions and all you have to do is follow those instructions, it's like don't you don't want to have to make any decisions. Mm-hmm. And if you do make a decision, you're probably not gonna make the best decision. So yes, <laughs> that's where we come that, we're just gonna order pizza. Or my current current thing with my kids, it's like everyone will eat Chipotle. So I'm like, well, if I don't know what dinner is, we're going to Chipotle because I know everyone will eat it, but I don't really love that. I mean, I like Chipotle, but but, yeah, but yeah. So having, so I think this solves a lot of people's issues, right? And so you, you prep people for gluten-free paleo and keto. Well, and so we didn't talk about this before we hopped on, but the, the new thing that we have too, so there's those three, gluten-free, paleo, or keto that they can choose from. And the one we just came out with was, it's what we call our super fast meal plans. Uh-huh. So I am also a mom of two and I recently, so I have a five month old Oh wow! and in having two little ones, every, I had two under two for a little while. So in having that, I realized you know, our, our, our regular meal plans are great, but there are times and seasons where it's like, you can't devote two or three hours to meal prep. And so that's where we came up with these super fast plans that like, they basically pull out all the tricks in the book so that you can have all of your prep work done in an hour or less. So that's our goal with yeah. these plans is an hour or less of meal prep. <laughs> well, and I think that that's a really great thing because I think some people hear, Oh my gosh, meal prep. I don't even, I don't, I can't handle meal prepping on a Sunday. I want Sundays to be for relaxing, but if it's an hour, yes. everyone can find an hour of time to prep for. Yeah. Day. And you know, you know what I've started doing is not even making it special meal prep time, but like, I'll take a meal. So say like Sunday lunch, mm-hmm. if I'm already out and chopping, I just like tack on an extra 30 minutes to that, like time as I'm preparing that meal. And yeah. I kind of do half the meal prep. And then at the end of the meals, I'm cleaning up. I do the other half of the meal prep. So it doesn't even feel like I'm taking away from my normal, like time spent preparing a meal. That, and that's a, that's a great hack of having, yeah. you're already in the kitchen, you're already doing things, but, and if you have a plan, I would imagine you probably are like, Oh, well, I'm chopping this onion now. I might as well chop three onions or whatever it is yes. you know, that you're chopping or spending time on. I, I used to get so stressed out. I have, my daughters are seven and five and making lunches okay. in the morning was this, huge stressful event. And it doesn't really actually take that long to make a lunch. Yeah. However, it stressed me out so much. And now I have this, I actually pack their lunches right before I start cooking dinner. So when uh-huh. I'm the day, nights that I'm home, if I have a plate, like I pack their lunches and they go in the fridge. So then it's one less step I have to worry about in the morning, trying to get out the door, which you yep. know, a lot of people this year, maybe haven't been getting out the door and haven't been having to pack lunches. My kids were lucky enough to still go to school, but, but the <laughs> extra step of packing a lunch and, you know, I'm all about with my patients trying to help 
reduce the stress load. And so whatever we can yes. do, and you know, if you can change, if you can affect, as you said, that decision-making process, which I feel like is stressful when you're like, mm-hmm. oh, what to eat? And this is where sometimes people end up when you're, sh- when you are stressed, you end up making the poor decision. And then the next yep. day bad because you made the poor decision. But if, so if you can plan a little bit ahead of time, then you can take out that decision-making time. And it's a very much a win-win. Right. Yeah. And you make better, you make better decisions because it's more and more intentional. Like if you set aside time on say, you know, Monday evening to plan out your week, you're going to make a more intentional, probably better decision than you are at like, you know, six o'clock on Wednesday evening when you're scrambling and you've had a long day and you don't even know what's in your fridge. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So, so when they, so when someone signed up to use your program, it's going to have a shopping list as well. Cause this is the other, I feel like this is the other thing where I run into with my patients or I hear people saying, I don't know what to buy. I don't know what to keep on stock or I don't know what, what should I have in my fridge? What should I be looking for? Cause everyone, I feel like most people get into a routine when they go to the grocery store, you have your staple yep. things and then some, you get bored, you get stuck in a rut. And again, this is another reason why you'll, you know, you'll end up ordering takeout or you'll end up going off your diet because you're bored or you're stuck in a rut and you're, you don't like the normal things that you have in your fridge. But so do you have, you have a, an actual shopping list for them to go and shop? Yes. And the, the thing that we do there too is like, okay, so say we have you buy basil one week, but you only use, you know, if you use half of it in one recipe, we're going to use the other half in another recipe. So when we look at that shopping list, not only are we keeping the variety there, but we're making sure that everything on that list is going to get used. So you're not going to be stuck with this like half unused onion at the end of the week. You know, like we're really thoughtful in how we design that list so that you're using everything that you're buying. And so yes, you buy it. And then we tell you exactly how to use it. How to use it. So it's, kind yep. of similar to like a sun basket or a green yep. shepherd, those where they're actually sending in the food, but this is not, yep. you're not paying the premium price. I would imagine for the, yeah, you're not paying for the food cost. And you know, the, the advantage you have there is when you are using any sort of service that includes the food, they have to keep food cost in mind to keep the service at a lower price point. So a lot of times, how do they do that? Well, the cheaper foods are, you know, processed or starches and not as many veggies. And so this puts you in control. Like if you decide that you want grass-fed meat and that's really important to you, you can buy grass-fed meat. Or if you're on a budget and you'd prefer not to, like you're in control of like how much your food cost is. So you can really control that. Which is great, especially if you have a large family. Because some people, you know, if you've got a small family or if it's just, you know, a couple doing something like a food service is feasible and it actually sometimes makes sense yeah. you know it's 12 bucks a meal or whatever it comes out to be but but if you've got you know a family of six or a family of seven you know you're doing something that could get expensive quick whereas you know you might be doing shopping in bulk so so that's a great yeah that's a really great option because these are all th- again these are all things to consider especially if you're someone who's working with a holistic doctor or a dietitian or a nutritionist mm-hmm. and you've been set you've been told hey you need to go gluten-free or, you know, I think eating a paleo diet is going to be best for you, or you want to, you're wanting to try keto. It can become so overwhelming, right? I mean, I'm sure you you hear this probably from your customers all the time. I'm so overwhelmed. So-and-so told me to go on this diet and I'm overwhelmed. And again, I'm always trying to avoid the feeling of overwhelm because I think that is the underlying cause of a lot of stress and especially a lot of working moms or women in general in the world, you know, and that, um, can lead to lots of chronic health issues. So it's great to have to know that there is this option that exists. That's mm-hmm. yeah. And so do you do it by month? How does that work? 
Yeah. So, I mean, people can, so we have a free trial and then once people get on, they either pay, they pay by the month or by the year, but each week it's a, a new set of menus. When they log into their account, they can access that month, a whole month's worth of menus. And then if they're signed up for one of our yearly plans, they can access all of our archives from the past several years as well. Um, but we do send out an email and it's funny, I have a few friends that subscribe. And so I as will ask them questions just to get some you know, insight. And my friend said, well, I, I don't even log in. You send the email. So I just always open my email and do exactly what you say. <laughs> so oh, we send the meal plans out by email as well. Just we try and make it as convenient as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. And again, in today's age, convenient, you know, yes, is, is a nice is a nice option, especially when it comes <laughs> yeah. to and convenient. That's not fast food, you know. Sometimes, like I said, yeah. I'm making the poor decision of you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to go to Chipotle. <laughs> Whereas if I had probably <laughs> planned my meal ahead of time, I would not be in that situation. So, yes. what's a common thing that you hear about people who are using your service? How is it changing their like? How is it working for them? Or what are what are you hearing from them? Yeah. I mean, number one, it's that decision fatigue of like, I don't have to think about meals anymore. So it takes one thing off that mental load. Yeah. And then the second piece is really the time piece and realizing like when you're, when your meal time is less scrambling, it allows you, especially, you know, if, if you're a working mom and you're working during the day and then you get home, if you have a little less time that you have to spend on making that night's meal, that can be put towards intentional time with your kids, which can be really hard to come by. So if you have an extra 20 minutes each evening that you can sit down and, you know, play a game with your toddler or, you know, read a book or something like that, or, you know, maybe it's some me time or something like that, but, you know, there's a little pocket of time that you can have. Yeah. And then it creates this like more like, I don't know, blissful experience at mealtime yeah. too. Cause it's just like not that hectic, chaotic scrambling, you know? Yeah. Which, and I think, I think it's probably, it sounds like it's probably a good exercise for people to go through. Cause again, you know, it takes, it takes about a month to form a habit. And if you get into the yep. habit of planning things in advance, then it just becomes more of a natural, a natural part of life. And then you get this extra time yep. and then it's going to lower your overall stress load. If you want, because you have that extra time to connect with yourself or your children or your partner. And because you're mm -hmm. not, I think that decision fatigue is a big, is a big piece because how many does, I mean, you are a working mom. How many decisions yep. do you have to make every day? A million. Oh, I know <laughs> your, your brain is going, Oh my gosh, I can't, I cannot make one more decision. <laughs> Please someone make it for well, me. And, you know, before I had kids, cause I've had prep dish for seven or eight years now. So there were several years where I did not have kids, but our audience is pr primarily moms. Not there's also plenty of, you know, subscribers that are not, and I would use the meal plans, Yeah, but I didn't like, it's not like I had to have them. I did them and I, I thought it was great. But like, now that I have kids, I'm like, I have to use them, you know, on, yeah. on Sunday, I put in my grocery order and then I print out the meal plan and like, we stick to that. And so that way every night, like we know what we're going to have. There's no questions. I don't have to make that decision. And it just makes things so much easier. Yeah. So question for you, how you're, you said you have a five month old, how old's your other one? Um, he's two and a half. So how is he a good eater? Oh, he is the best eater. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, amazing. He, he'll eat anything. So he's grown up eating nothing but practice oh. meals. We did baby led weaning. So he's always just kind of gotcha. eating what we've had. And I don't know. I, I don't know if the second one's going to be a picky eater, but yeah, he's definitely been a good eater. So. That'll probably be fun to see what happens. It's funny. I, my oldest is yeah. the same thing. We did baby led weaning. She pretty much eats whatever. My second, however does not she's a very very picky eater like extremely okay. picky and I've really struggled with I mean I a lot of nights 
I end up making two dinners because she won't eat uh-huh. what we're she eating. Eat. And, you know, yeah. I want her to eat. <laughs> so, and, but, I, and this has been a, a mom struggle, but it's interesting. And I know a lot yeah. of families out there struggle with, well, hey, I've got a kid that's a super picky eater. We're on this diet and I have this child that will only eat. So it's, you know, again, it's, and if you're trying, if you're struggling with what to make for yourself, and then you also have this mm-hmm. kid that you need to cater to, it's can be extra stressful. So, you know, if you're yeah. in that situation and you just have yourself taken care of, that can take a lot of the stress off the plate. I don't have any yeah. answers currently for the picky eating child. I'm going to hopefully get another guest on to give me some answers about that. Yeah. Cause it can be, it can be tough when you have a picky, picky child, you know, that won't, yeah. eat, they have my younger daughter eats maybe five foods total. So it's very, I mean, at least, at least I know what she's I'm like, well, you're eating one of these five options. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's kind of easy, but, but yeah, it's an interesting, it's just another struggle that, you know, moms can deal with. Oh yeah. No, we have a lot of moms that struggle, struggle with the picky eater and, you know, and each one's different and they'll ask for, you know, Oh, can you have a a specific meal plan for picky eaters? And I said, well, you know, maybe your picky eater loves broccoli and the next picky eater loves asparagus. It's not like they love the same. Yeah. I I don't know. Like picky eating behavior is not necessarily going to be fixed by a meal plan. I feel like there's a whole separate, that's a, I guess that's a, I know exactly. I will do a show on that. I promise guys, because I would like it for myself, but I think there's, there's other behavior changes that have to cut. Like, I don't think the meal planning is going to solve going to solve. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. (laughs) You know, it solves the issue of taking the stress off what you're, what everyone else is eating, you know? Yes. Or I guess if you're, I think there probably is the approach where you're just say to your child, you're going to eat this or you're not going to, you're not going to have dinner, which, but then I, with mine, if I don't feed her, she has, gets low blood sugar and then she's a cranky mess. So I, I go back and forth. I'm like, you gotta eat. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's, it's, it's a struggle. So yeah. So what else, what else about your experience with this company, with being a mom, with meal planning? Yeah. I mean, like I said, it really, it's fun to, it's been fun for me to see now, like, experiencing it firsthand as a mom and getting to watch, you know, my kids enjoy the meals and eat them with me and kind of be a part of that and kind of see it more from like a firsthand experience versus creating it for other people. So that's been a pretty cool like evolution of things. Yeah. So let's say that I'm someone who really enjoys a wide variety of foods. Am I going to get that Mm -hmm. from? Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I like like that. Is it you're, you're definitely not getting bored. Yeah, you're, we change up the recipes. We and we try and strike that balance too of like nothing like too crazy, but we definitely like the recipes are changed e- each week. It's a new recipe, it's mm-hmm. a new meal plan, and then like I said, you know, they have access to four Older. different styles of meal plans. Gotcha. So maybe for a while they're like, oh, I'm I'm using the you know paleo ones, or you know I want to try out you know this for a short term, and then I want to switch to this other one, and they can switch week to week or depending on what you know looks good to them. So. Yeah. Cool. So that's great. So there's lots of options. That's I feel like that's a common thing I hear when people go on a a strict or stricter diet. Oftentimes, Mm -hmm. I'm recommending a stricter diet for a specific health reason, or you're trying to lose. There's usually a reason why you're going on eating, or you just want to feel better. But but I hear often, oh, it's so boring. I'm just eating protein and veggies. I'm so bored. I just want to go get my takeout, or you know, whatever it is that they're craving. That you know, but but Uh then you can eat paleo or gluten free or even keto and. food can still be really flavorful, right? I'm sure. Yes. And, you know, I try and make it to where I always say like, you're doing something like that. Like 
the tendency is to like focus on like, oh, the one thing I can't have. And I feel like with these meal plans, it helps accomplish the goal of like focus on what you can have and all the like, there's such a wide variety of delicious vegetables. And like, maybe you've never tried roasted fennel, but like, it's delicious, you know? And so just opening up your eyes to see that, like focus on all these wonderful, amazing, tasty foods you can have and not the like things that you can't have. And that is a great, I think that's a great point to bring up because Mm -hmm. that is so true. People, oh my gosh, I can't have gluten. I can't have gluten. I can't have gluten. You know, the freak, you know, I I diagnose a lot of celiac and or gluten sensitivity and people for, you know, the first few weeks they're in shock. What am I going to eat? I'm like, wait, you know, there are tons of things you can eat. There's, you know, there are, let's focus on all these new foods you get to try. And the other thing I always like to tell patients is you can do a lot with spices and sauces, you know, you can do so much with a sauce. Mm-hmm. I, I ran a retreat in Mexico a few years ago and they did all, they prepared all the food on site. And before each meal, I'd kind of go hang out with the chef for a minute. It was, this was a, it was a, veg, mm-hmm. it was a yoga retreat. So it was vegetarian. And, but the chef there, wonderful guy, amazing food. And he just was like, you know, Mexico, it's all about the sauce. It's all about the sauce. I maybe have mentioned this on another episode. I can't remember, but you know, he was just saying, he's like, you know, we mostly use the same few ingredients, but we changed the sauce up and the sauce is what makes it you know, mm-hmm. it's exciting. It's what makes you be like, Ooh, this is different than the, you know, the chicken and the vegetables that I had two nights ago. This has a different yeah. sauce or a different spice. And that, you know, can, that's what you're, sometimes I think that's what our part of our, cra- you know, we crave, you know, mm-hmm. crave savory or they crave salty or they crave a little bit of sweet. You can get that in, you know, you have the basic healthy foods, but yes. you can get that extra, whatever you're craving in the sauces or the spicing or the you know? Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Like even just like how many different fresh herbs and you pair that with lemon or lime and, you know, just all these fresh ingredients and it can just taste really delicious. You know, and it can can be easy, but I think you just have to Mm -hmm. know what to shop for and then know, Hey, wait, what do I do with this? Like my, my favorite, I love cilantro and lime. I feel like you add Mm -hmm. cilantro and lime and salt and pepper, and it just makes any meal taste just gives it like a little zing. And it's such a, but you have to kind of know, like I usually have that in my fridge, but I learned that from, I did sun basket for a while and they had a couple meals oh, okay. that I use yep. cilantro and lime. And so I, I kind of got a couple of those recipes in my repertoire of things. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. well, now I always have cilantro and lime in my fridge because I know that that yep. tastes really good. So I would imagine that again, it's all part of learning, right? It's learning and to getting things into your, into your habitual nature. Oh, and yeah. people using your service are going to be learning, Hey, this is, these are the types of things that will help me make this meal tasty. Or these are the type of things that I need to keep stock in my fridge. Right. Cause I'm assuming some of it's kind of similar. Oh yeah, no, for sure. We definitely get that feedback back. Like, Oh, I'm just like learning all of these skills on how to like, basically how to cook healthier food and how to make yeah. it taste delicious and not like, I don't want someone to eat healthy and then have it not taste good. And even as a personal chef, I always said, taste has to come first because oh, if it doesn't totally. taste good, no one's going to stick with, I don't want you to eat if it doesn't taste good, you know, yeah, like no. you have food, to enjoying have food that first is, is yeah. a part of our culture. You know, it's a part of the way we connect with each other. It's food's really important. You know, and I think when you sit down and you enjoy a really tasty meal, one, especially if it's healthy, it's nourishing your body, but it's also, it's creating like a little bit of joy, you know, when you taste something and you're like, wow, this is so good. It's creating joy, which, you know, helps to calm the stress response. It helps to make you feel happier, increases your serotonin. It does a lot of things on a, like a neurochemical level. So mm-hmm. it's, it's important to be eating food that tastes good to you. You know, I sometimes yeah. look at these patients and like, oh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, whatever, it's just cow. I'm like, no, but it does matter. You, you want to be eating food that's enjoyable. Yes. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So there's that piece of it. And then the second piece of it is it brings people together. You know, you want to bring your family together and have that 
time. You know, I grew up in a family where we sat down and ate dinner every night and it's just so important on, you know, an emotional level and yeah. bringing your family together in that way. Yeah. It's nice to be able to connect over a, Hey, wow, this tastes so good. You know, so, something common yes. you can bond with over, over a meal. So that's really awesome. So anything else that we should know about your super cool company or meal planning or gosh, I don't, I don't know. I think, you know, I always just encourage people to try it and maybe they'll come away with a few tips or tricks on how to kind of bat, you know, do the batching and the grocery, you know, how to kind of do the whole system. And maybe they decide to stick with that, or maybe they decide to go and, you know, do it on their own, but either way, I hope that they can, you know, use some of the, the tips and tricks in there to walk away with, you know, healthier, tastier meals. Yeah. Which is awesome. Well, I'm super excited to know about your service. I'm going to be recommending it to a lot of patients now. So if someone wants to find you, where's the best place for them to go? Instagram, yeah. website, where where can they follow you? So we're at PrepDish everywhere, Instagram, Pinterest, all the places, the website's PrepDish. And then we did set up a special two-week free trial for your audience. So it's Great. PrepDish.com slash Dr. Kinney. So they can go there and try it out. Like I said, try it for two weeks and, awesome. and see how what they think. I highly recommend you guys. I'm going to try it out too, because I... <laughs> I clearly am your target demographic. <laughs> I, I'll hook you up. Don't worry, my, I'll hook you up. I have some things in my repertoire, but there are some nights where I definitely get home and I'm like, crap, I didn't meal prep. I didn't think about this. And I'm having to make this decision and I kind of beat myself up for it. But anyways, but this yeah. has been awesome. So thank you so much for being on the show. And I look forward to trying your service. And I look forward for all you listeners out there to try and hearing your feedback. So thank you again. And we'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you enjoyed this conversation, be sure to connect with me over on Facebook at Dr. Kinney MD and Instagram at Dr. Kinney to find more helpful tips and information. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at drerinkinney.com backslash podcast. See you next week.